Hey, everybody, this is Leah. I'm the second oldest in our bunch, and I'm the oldest of all the girls. My brother is his first, and then he has four younger sisters, and I'm the first one um, in that line of succession. Um, for me, um, I am the one who is non-athletic, according to all my siblings. I am the one who is the least athletic. Now, all of them played sports in high school, but I always had a love for music and i'm telling you this because it lends to who i am and, and the pathway that i feel like god has mapped out for my life for whatever reason i have always always loved music and i could um, remember even in my earliest memories songs that i would love to sing and songs that i would hear on tv and songs that we sang in church and just music all around so i always loved loved music and that lends into who i am today i'm the uh, probably the principal worship leader at our church. Um, I lead worship pretty much every single Sunday. Um, I love to worship God, but it started out with just a love of music. My earliest memory of music is actually sitting on the floor in our preschool. At that time, it was Christ Temple Christian Academy in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we had a teacher, Sister Wallington, would take us for devotion and she would ask us every day some other kid got to pick a song that they wanted to sing. And um, when it was my turn, she always knew I was going to pick two songs. Either it was going to be In the Name of Jesus, for those old school hits who know that one, and or I Love You, I Love You, Lord, today. And that was my absolute favorite all-time song, even when I was like four or five years old. I remember singing that song with all of my heart. And so I am the music person. I also took piano lessons for a while, but I failed at that. I was very good at memorizing hand placements, but never really uh, grasped the concept of reading music. So even though I have a musical ear, I do not play an instrument. Um, I also knew from a very young age what I wanted to be when I grow up, which is ironic because I work with a lot of young adults and a lot of college kids who are still going through that framework of trying to figure out what they want to do with their life. They graduate from high school. They think that they should go to college. They go to college, but they change their major 50 million times. I was never that way. I knew that I wanted to be an educator when I was five. I told my teacher, my kindergarten teacher, that I'm going to be a teacher and I stuck with that. And to this day, I am an educator. I've spent 20 years in this field, um, going to my 20th year here in August. I cannot believe time has gone by that fast. I've taught everything from second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, high school, special ed. I've done a little bit of everything in the educational field. And I remember being growing up, I, it was so ingrained in me that I would play school and, and and I would make my sisters and my brother be my classroom. I don't know if y'all remember that. Do y'all remember that? And I would make my parents bought me a chalkboard and I would try to teach them the things that I had learned in school. And I loved, loved, loved giving spelling tests. And I would give them a spelling test. And even though they spelled all the words right, I just wanted to take a big red marker and be like, wrong, 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 and mark them all wrong. And so they got tired of playing school with me because, well, I was the mean teacher, but I'm not a mean teacher in real life. Um, but the Lord has taken that particular gift and expanded it outside of public education and into the world of church. Um, when I was 12 years old, 
going into the eighth grade, I had a, I'm a very vivid dreamer. And I feel like that's one of the ways that the Lord speaks to me is in dreams. And I was 12 years old and I was in the eighth grade and I had a dream that I was standing up in front of our church preaching. And when I woke up from the dream, I could really feel the presence of the Lord around me. I thought, oh my goodness, I think God called me to preach. Well, he did. Um, but that happened at 12. I did not step foot into a pulpit to preach until I was actually 30 years old. And um, I remember the first opportunity that I had, I began to prepare my lesson. It was a teaching session at that time, um, just like I did for my regular kids in school. So I could see how God was laying a brick upon another brick upon another brick upon another brick and bringing me into um, the fullness of the calling that he had on my life. The way I got that opportunity was actually because of my singing. I got up to sing a song and somebody was like, oh my gosh, I think you have, the Lord said you have a word for us. And I'm like, what? You know, so then the Lord brings back all these things. And so I, I end up becoming this person that leads worship. I'm a part-time pastor at our church and I work a lot with young adults, which is has become a passion of mine because I feel like young adults in this day and age need so much direction. I think when we were talking with Dante, we were talking about you know, raising his sons in this day and age and, you know, things that we were used to getting and growing up under, it's not necessarily true or happening in the world society today. So to um, come in contact with young adults who are needing guidance is a passion. Um, today, I, yesterday I went to Ball State's graduation to see a couple of my students off and um, it was a, it was this bittersweet moment. I'm thankful for the time I got to spend in their lives and speaking into their lives and and watching them grow over the last four years of being uh, attendance at the local university. But I'm also glad to see them continue to pursue God and go in the way that he would want them to go. And to know that I had a little bit to do with that, not that I'm the be, it, be all end all to their lives, but uh, I know that's part of my calling. So that's exactly who I am and what I love to do. And just a little bit about me um, and that's it. Have you ever considered having a solo career in music and singing your own album? I've heard, I've heard people say, your sister sounds like CC Whitings. And I heard once when you were uh, singing at a wedding, someone said they did not, they did not know that it wasn't a recording and that it was an actual person singing the song because it would sound so similar to what was on the actual album. So my question is, will you come out with an album? This, um, I don't really care what you sing about, but will you come out with your own personal album? Uh, actually, and can, I, and can I be a backup on... dancer? And can I be a backup? Well, Dante, no, you cannot be a backup. <laughs> Sorry. But I am kind of working. I actually went to a songwriters conference not too long ago and I'm working on some music. I was brushing my teeth actually a couple months ago and the Lord just dropped a song in my spirit. And so I recorded it in my phone. I've got a producer friend that I'm kind of working with and putting some music to it. So you might hear a little bit from me. As far as the CC Winans thing, I think it's funny because I was in college and I remember this. I was getting ready for church on a Sunday and I was watching um, Christian television. And I started praying within myself and I said, God, please, 
I, I want to be anointed, but let me sound like either Karen Clark or CC Winans. And now everybody was like, you sound just like CC Winans. So I don't know if that's an answer to prayer because there's only one CC and she's magnificent. And so she has her own anointing. I have my own anointing, but I think that's very funny because I had, nobody knows that I really prayed that prayer. I used to pray that prayer all the time, but yes, I probably will come up with, come out with some things. Yeah. Y'all think I'm good enough to do that? Sometimes I wrestle with that. We'll see. You know, computers can do a lot these days. They sure can. <laughs> Auto-tune, all kinds of stuff. So Leah, can you tell us a little bit about the sunbeams? Oh my goodness. Well, for those of you who grew up in our, well, in I know in Kojic church, it was called the sunshine band, but in our church, it was called sunbeams, which is a little, uh, a little, the children's choir. And that was my first singing opportunity. I was so excited because I just wanted to wear a choir robe and ours was blue with these yellow letters on it. And, um, yeah, our sister Johnson was our director and we would get a Sunday on Children's Sunday or Youth Sunday. We would get the opportunity to go up and, and sing. And from that particular uh, ministry, I got my first solo singing gig at um, our aunt's and uncle's wedding in 1990. And the song I sang was a song we sang in the Sunbeams called Simple Words. Simple words from my heart to yours simple words and i was a soloist on the song so i knew it but i still remember that song to this day and it's funny because somebody found a picture of me in that dress at that wedding singing simple words but yeah sunbeams was our children's choir and um eventually i grew up and and joined other youth choirs one of the main youth choirs that i used to be and some of y'all might know them from way back in the 90s was the tms youth choir and that was like that was like the most exciting thing I had done in my life. We traveled every summer. Um, I sang a few solos in that, never on a recording, but in concert, I sang a few solos there. But if you remember TMS, you remember, Senor Anointing, send it on down, Lord, or Rock of Ages, or Getaway Jordan. Some really phenomenal people there. Actually, Aaron Lindsay was our keyboardist. If you know him, you know him from my Israel Houghton days. We had Kenny or Keith Phelps as one of our musicians. We just had a lot of fun. So yeah, music was a big part of my upbringing. We're going to do some rapid fire and just either or which one would you rather have rather do? Just a couple of questions. Whatever comes to your mind first. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Dog or cat? Neither. Okay. That I already know that I don't do animals. And I do have a story that I will not tell because I just won't tell that story. But I, I don't do animals at all. I don't do animals. And apparently you don't do instructions either. All right. Next one. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Uh, would you rather cook or clean? Cook. Um, black or white? Mm, black. Uh, would you rather vacation overseas or in the United States? Overseas. Um, would you rather do it yourself or hire someone? Hire somebody. All right. Money or influence? Both. 
And I know you said that I don't follow directions, <laughs> but sometimes you need money to influence people. So I'm going to say both. Well, okay. I don't think that's true. Sometimes but... people don't pay you no attention if you ain't got two nickels to rub together. The only but... reason we listen to some of these people around here because they got a couple bucks behind their name. But yeah. So that's just a little bit about me. As, as this podcast keeps moving forward, you'll learn more and more about me. And I have some pretty funny stories, especially from the education realm, some of my experiences and things that have happened to me over the years. And, and, and it'll come out as we move along. But I'm just glad that you are with us and you're joining our kitchen table and hearing our conversations and look forward to meeting our fan base. <laughs>